everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee Cream and Convo. Hello, hello, hello. We had a very interesting topic to discuss today. Indeed. Yes. Everybody <laughs> likes talking about a little bit of sex. Ah, uh, well, this is sex ed. Boom. <laughs> I don't know who Ed is, but oh dear, uh, uh, we're gonna hear his opinion today. Oh, l- listen, I-, I don't think Ed has an opinion, but that's so rude. We're gonna share our opinions about it. I'm with that. I'm still with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so a few weeks ago, I came across this video uh, that was on both Facebook and Instagram, and it was this cartoon that was showed at a school in New York City to a class of first graders. Okay. And it was about masturbation. But you lost me there. (laughs) Just the last one. Okay, videos for first graders. That sounds nice. Uh, Yeah. Well, in the video, it's these cartoon characters. And they're like, you know, kid characters, whatever. And they're talking about touching themselves and how it feels good to them. And uh, the adult character is telling the kids that it's okay and that there's nothing wrong with them exploring themselves. Is is the adult like a parent? I don't I don't know like the the ins and outs of like who which character is what. Mm. Um it's just like the, the clip that I caught. Um I actually shared it on our Instagram and on our Facebook group when I was doing research for the episode. So if anyone's interested in taking a look at it. Definitely check it out. Yeah. I did check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh I got the impression that that was supposed to be a teacher uh, talking yeah. to students because you know there was more than one kid there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was really creepy. The, I don't feel like they crossed any lines with what they said. Yeah. I just don't think it was appropriate for, you know, a first grader, kid that's six years old, seven years old, maybe. Right. That's 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 how I felt about it. So I, I, I advocate for sex ed. Yeah. But I feel like that's some stuff that up to a certain age or a certain point in a kid's life should be left to the family or the parents. Hopefully, parents who are willing to teach their kids about stuff. But well, still, at six years old... I mean, I was six in first grade. Right. So, as six years old, I didn't need a teacher telling me about masturbation or anything like that. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like sex aid is not appropriate for first grade. I would rather talk to my kid myself than allow someone else to do it. I feel like as a parent, we know what our kid is ready for, what kind of conversation they're ready for. Like, for example, like I knew with my daughter that came to there was a point in time where we had to have like the period conversation, you know? Yeah. Um, And I was nervous to have the conversation with her. Like, I don't know. I didn't know how to how to broach it. And it, it was a whole it was a whole thing. Um, Her dad gave me a pep talk. OK. Um, And uh, I had to work myself up to it. But we had the conversation. Shout out to her dad. Yeah, he, he's he's a shit. <laughs> so, um. She would come to me and she would ask me questions about certain things and I had to find the answer that was appropriate for her age. And and yeah. and so like even when we talked about I remember she was very young and she asked me where babies came from. Boy. Yeah, Boy. she <laughs> I don't remember how it started, but she was like, you know, she know she understood that the baby's in the mommy's tummy. And she was like, Well, does it come out of the mommy's mouth or does it Ooh. come out of her? And I was like, how the fuck do I answer this question? And um, I don't know where it, it just hit me. And I was like, you know what? What happens is the mommy goes to the doctor and the doctor puts her to sleep and takes the baby out. 
All right. That I was mean, it's, it's honest. Right. It was the it, truth. It, it hides all the pain and disgusting <laughs> stuff for a child that age. <laughs> right. So but without lying to them. It leaves that little bit of curiosity there so that the, they're not like, you lied to me. Right. I didn't lie. I just withheld a lot yes, of the information. And as long as you're not in a court of law, that's fair as hell, man. You're supposed to do that with your kids. Right. You can't tell them little motherfuckers everything. Well, you could be like uh, my, my dad's mom and tell her, you know, the stork brother. Oh, man. The yeah. stork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Warner Brothers, for telling me where babies come from. At least where they came from back then, apparently. Or, exactly. But I don't I don't know how they lost that contract, but it seems really unfair <sighs> to make women do it now. <laughs> but I, I say all that to say that I, I do understand that the conversation can be difficult. So... I, some parents absolutely yeah some parents might not be uh, as as willing or as, as open with their kid as i i am with mine um like i said i know there's certain things that we i can tell her there's certain things that i just stay away from because we're not she's not at that point yet right but for the parents that are not um that can't have that conversation as as readily as easily sex ed is a good thing to have there because you can't have these kids walking around totally naive to things definitely and let's not pretend that you know most people out here know what they're doing and are comfortable talking about it with their kids because i've met a lot of people who are like you know they'll figure it the fuck out right like this it's the fuck youtube is for <sighs> um all right well that's, that's not really what youtube is for right okay like right. I, you need to invest in public education <laughs> for real like this is why you have to have good infrastructure and really take care of the schools it's true because there's parents like that who just they don't want to explain how a penis and a vagina fit right. together and whatnot right they just leave it to the kid like they, they watch tv figure it out they'll they'll see eventually you know I'm, I'm fortunate my mom was one of those parents that let me know how how it is so i think i feel like that i got that from her um very that open-minded yeah yeah my mom sat me down she got me books this that and the third we talked about damn yes the whole thing um so i feel like because of her and how she taught me i am now that open-minded person i'm very it's easy for me to have certain conversations i mean i'm not saying it's easy to talk to a kid about sex but it's gonna have a certain level of difficulty yes as long as you have a connection to the child <laughs> that's not you know robotic right but i can do it it's not easy but i can do it and even with the conversations that i've had with my daughter you know i got a lot of ewes and yucks and whatever at yeah, first I, I bet the period conversation oh man she was like it comes from where ew uh, yes. and by the way the baby comes from there too well, I didn't, <laughs> listen that's <laughs> that's that's like part three right that's part three you got parts one and two in now she's almost a teenager that's I what you find know, out about part three i right? know <laughs> i haven't i haven't touched that conversation we haven't gotten Poor back kid. to that yet but we we have to because she's at that age um but even though she had the eels and the yucks and this and the, that oh my god i don't want to hear anymore after we had it i left it alone and then like she came back to me and we talked about it again and then we talked about it again and then just she, gotta get the crickets out of there exactly we had the open conversation and i kind of shared you know i started to share with her my own experiences with my period let's clarify that oh. uh, not anything else <laughs> <laughs> and Ooh. uh yeah for real right dodged a bullet on that one no i just want to make that clear so nobody misinterpreted what i was saying my own experience this is what happens period. Don't pause stuff. Ugh, i'm not pausing anything listen to you I clarify. Now you're explaining everything. <laughs> <laughs> you're making it awkward. But what I'm saying 
Jeez. I explained I've heard that before. <laughs> oh, God, y'all. <laughs> I explained enough to her that now we have really free dialogue about those things. I feel like I gave her just enough. I didn't give too much. I yeah. didn't give too little. And I let her take what I gave her, digest it. And when she was ready, she came back to me. Not easy, but we got we got through it. Yeah. So it worked out. Uh, right. So again, for like the parents that can't do that, I do see how sex ed is beneficial. But I don't agree with certain topics of conversation. I feel okay. like you can't like a masturbation conversation in first grade that's yeah, that's a, little, that's, that's a that's lot too far to me that's a lot maybe it's because of how kids were when i grew up mm-hmm. because kids are over sex now it's it's everywhere you see them younger and younger Oversexed. yeah okay uh why would i say i don't know i wasn't sure i want to clarify you said over sex like like they're over it i i, I wanted to be sure i, I understood you properly Oh, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm a little fucked up or no, something. We, we know you are. Continue. <laughs> nah, uh, well, yeah, they're bombarded with the, yeah. the sex all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the sex. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, you see them at a younger age, dressing like little hoochies, mm-hmm. you know, going around, talking about getting pussy. Mm. Like, motherfucker, you're nine years old. Put it away already. Sidebar. Sorry to cut you off, but you said uh, dress like hoochies, and it reminded me. Shopping for freaking uh, flower girl stuff uh-huh. for my daughter and her friend that are going to be the flower girls at our wedding. Oh, my God. You can't find anything that is, like, appropriate. It's either, like, frumpy or, like, mini thought. Stop it. I'm having I'm having an issue. I want my child to look like a child. I mean, that's typically the goal, right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to rush anything. I mean, things are happening. Maturity is happening. Yeah. But, like, she should still be, you know, look appropriate for her age. And anyway, sorry. Rant over. See what I'm saying? Wedding yeah. stuff, man. Many thoughts and hoochies out here all, all over the place. <laughs> so maybe maybe they need a little education a mm-hmm. bit younger. But six? Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I, I, I mean... It depends on the kid because there are some children that are more experienced with certain things than other. They've been exposed yeah. to different things. So maybe certain children need that conversation at six years old. Now, see, I I feel like that falls on the parents there. Like yeah. you got to be able to step up. You had these kids. You knew they were coming. You had a good birth between when you got pregnant and, you know, or the girl got pregnant. Wh- whichever side you're on, mother or father. Right. You knew this motherfucker was coming. And one day... After it got there, you had the realization that you're going to have to talk about sex. Or you're going to have to make the decision not to. Mm-hmm. You got to talk to them. You got to watch them. You got to know your kids. Yes. We, we say it all the time on uh, Come to Think of It. You got to know the people around you. You have to. If you care about them, get to know them mm-hmm. so that you know how to communicate with them. Uh, something that we like to talk about here on Coffee, Cream, and Convo. Communication super important. Absolutely. Know your kids. Know when you have to talk to them. Absolutely. Don't put it in the, the school's hands. If you can handle it at home, okay. certain aspects. All right, maybe you're not familiar with how the fallopian tubes connect everything together and stuff. So leave that to the school. But if you see your child uh, performing some sort of behavior mm-hmm. that is inappropriate, then no matter what age they are, you got to sit them down and talk about it. Agreed. But I mean, even if you don't know how certain things work, there are a lot of grown people that don't understand how their bodies work or um, definitely whatever. Google it. 
For real, YouTube. That is so easy. You can get all the information that you need online before you broach that conversation. There are even places where you can find ways to discuss sex with your children. Mm -hmm. You can set them up with a video that you guys can watch together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'd watch it first to make sure there's nothing you want to bleep out or anything. But exactly. still, it's, it's like age-appropriate stuff. You can you can get ideas. You can figure out how to do this for your kids. Right. And it's just the two of you. Right. How embarrassed are you going to be now compared to all the other stuff you've done throughout their life? <laughs> don't forget, you probably got another 40 years to mess their life up, so... Oh my gosh. Yeah. Spread it out a I little feel, bit. I feel like you're <laughs> speaking from personal experience. Uh, now, see, that's interesting because, yes, my mm -hmm. mother used to tell the story all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, she didn't have a mother around. My, my mother's mother left her, abandoned her as a baby. So she was raised by her father and his mother. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> my great-grandmother was 100% German, oh. came over on the boat, as they say. And did not believe in talking about sex at all with children or adults. This is a lady that I can't. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. She uh, <laughs> she would stand up to. Pee. Okay, thank you for saying it. Yes, we say, apparently most of my family knew that uh, throughout her life, but I didn't find out until uh, toward the end of her life when she had to travel around <sighs> the commode, and they would set it up in the living room at, at my house. And nobody bothered to tell me she was in there. I was trying to leave. Oh, and here's this old woman, like 80-some years old, standing up and peeing in a portable potty. First of all, wow. Yeah. Because I have I have one of those parts, and it, 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 it it's not really easy to do that. I mean, not that I've tried. You know, stronger stronger breed of people yeah, back then. Yeah, wow. Slipped through the depression and everything. But you know, that's interesting, because that just shows me, or it makes me think that she didn't have the appropriate... Uh, conversations either because yeah. why as a woman is she standing up to urinate who was in her life did she have a mother in her life as well like did she I don't know that's weird maybe in uh, early Germany it wasn't okay to sit down on anything you never know I'm not touching but, uh, this one I'm not I'm not I'm not y'all but I <laughs> also my mother's father <laughs> mm -hmm. the guy was a sailor he had a uh, limited experience I'll say okay uh, with with the ladies even as far as sailor stuff goes so he didn't have the talk with her at all about sex or her period and she got a period in school and had no idea what it was that's awful and yeah she freaked out she freaked out a lot of people she got made fun of a bunch that's awful uh, it was awful for her see that, but then was, that that came down to her not wanting to have the talk with me and my uh, brothers too your mom yeah okay uh i guess that wasn't traumatic enough or maybe it was so traumatic that she didn't want to talk about it Whichever side it fell on, she didn't say shit about it. Huh. Uh, my father, I don't even know if he knew what sex was like at a certain point or if he was just born knowing how to <laughs> reproduce oh and like God. work fields and do farm stuff. I don't fucking know. There's, he's got no beginnings. Nobody knows anything about his family. <sighs> really. So he didn't talk to us about shit. Just, you know, don't bring the cops home. Wow. That that was the overall theme of every message that man had for us so it's interesting that you said that um your mom was the person to discuss sex with you or well your father didn't discuss it with you at all yeah. right yeah i feel like in a situation if it's like a single parent household right like if it's a, a mother and a son in that situation i feel like the mother would have no choice but to have the conversation of sex with her son or right. a single father with a daughter. Because I, I know a single father that has a daughter that has yeah, conversations with his daughter. 
Like he, that's rough. <laughs> I'm sure it is for him. But he has conversations with his daughter about it because she's she's a little bit older than my daughter, mm-hmm. and um, I don't want to get into all his personal business, but he has the conversations, the necessary conversations with his daughter about the things that she needs to know. Yeah. But I find it really hard that you had both of your parents in your life, uh-huh. and your father did not discuss with you things about sex. When I feel like Definitely a man not. can explain to a man a boy the appropriate things like why was it left up to your mother to have that conversation with you probably because that's the way it was around his place like his dad was murdered when he was nine mm-hmm. and his mother was a, a very strong energy person like the she was the matriarch whether or not you tried to recognize it or <laughs> not she was both the matriarch and the patriarch she played both roles very well interesting as far as discipline and you know, just general running of the family stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, very stern, stoic woman uh, until later in life. Mm-hmm. Luckily for me, you know, I got to meet her in the the downtrend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the old man probably, I would imagine, didn't have that talk with anybody. And then he wasn't the kind of guy to explain things to you. He'd tell you, don't do this. And he wouldn't tell you why. That's crazy. Like, to just me. don't do it. It, that doesn't help anything because that doesn't that doesn't quell your curiosity. I feel like that just leaves it to be like, huh, oh, you're telling me not oh, to do it? I'm going to do it. Right? That's pretty natural. Right. But so my father had a, a treatment for that. Oh. And it was uh, called beating us half to death whenever we did something he told us not to That's do. So crazy. that takes care of curiosity. Let me tell you, you don't want your kids to go anywhere in life? Mm-hmm. Beat the shit out of them as much as you can. I don't advocate <laughs> for that at all. So I'm going to hop over that. Uh, the other thing that I found interesting that you said about your mom and having her period, that was part of the reason why I felt like I needed to have that conversation with my daughter as soon as possible because right. I didn't want her to be in a situation where she's at school, for example, and she has her period and she doesn't know what's going on with her. Like, that's exactly. traumatic. That's yeah, crazy. I would imagine. Oh, my gosh. that that That's a scary thought, especially for a child. So for me, I didn't want her to experience that. So that was part of what made me suck it up and have the conversation with her at the point that I did. She needed to know. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. But um, the other thing. Um, what or when, or if, if at all, did your mom have a conversation with you about sex? We didn't really have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to take walks mm-hmm. at night just to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. So when I was like 14, 15, well into wanting to fool around with, with females and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother just asked me. Hey, do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> what? Okay. I'm like, no. Because, you know, you don't get any information. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Uh, yeah, by this time I was a teenager, I was anti-everything to do with home, the the man, oh, the dear. establishment. Oh, dear. Uh-huh. And then it was uh, pretty much, you, you know that uh, you get diseases and stuff if you have sex with a dirty girl, right? What? What? Like, wait, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah, she yeah, missed she missed something. She missed the middle part. Nope, there's no middle. Don't come home with something they gotta pay money for. Oh gee. See, I don't that's awful. That's awful. So you were expected to figure it out on your own. Yeah, pretty much. Uh by the time she showed any interest, it was it was too late. Like I, I already had plenty of room to fuck up. I, w- I wonder if it would have been different if th- your parents had a female child. Man, I, think about I hope that. so. I think about that a lot because based on the stories that I know of how you were raised and things that happened, yeah, I wonder like would it have been different if 
that's crazy. Anyway, that's a, that's a whole different topic of conversation. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so going back to the original video, it was specifically about masturbation. And I, I don't see anything wrong with teaching people that masturbation is okay. But again, age appropriate. Absolutely. Um, same page. Yeah. There's you, a- you can teach kids about playing with themselves and whatnot and how their bodies work. But I don't think I don't want my six year old coming home like, hey, do you know how to nut? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not OK with that. I'm, I'm not OK with that. But there's always been this taboo about masturbation. You know, like some of the old and commentary, like you'll go blind if you masturbate. Oh, yeah. I like that one. <laughs> I don't know how that I don't know how that works. That makes kids with thick glasses look really bad. I have thick glasses. Stop it. See that? Look, you don't have a penis. Stop. You don't have to have a penis to masturbate. You see, your mom freaking <laughs> did it wrong. <laughs> Are girls supposed to go blind too? I thought that was just a male thing. That's why. Like, I thought only the guys went blind if they masturbated. I, I don't know. Maybe a woman's hands got cut off. I don't freaking know. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it depends on which draconian background it came from. Exactly. Or uh, Harry Palm, which I always associated with the, with males. Which I didn't understand that one either. I, and, I, yeah, me too. I don't get that either. I don't. I don't know how that. Uh, I don't know how that works like with the blind thing like do they rub like the secretion in their eye and that's what blinds them is that how that goes i don't know or maybe it pulls on the ocular nerve oh jeez, here you go ner- <laughs> nerding out or like the pubic hair does it rub off on your hand like uh, uh, i don't uh, know now that I'm pretty sure is, is from the the protein you know because oh, hair is made up of protein keratin and stuff like that uh-huh so maybe uh figuring there's protein in the old seed grow you grow you some hair i'm not supporting this this is this is foolishness it's like the church folk they tell you you're going to hell because you're harming yourself oh yeah Mm -hmm. that's awful god hates it when you waste seed i'm not sure how wasting seed is the harmful part or like you're gonna like tug your nut your your penis off is that uh well maybe god doesn't want you to go blind look what happened to soul so anyway <laughs> I do advocate for uh, masturbation, and I think I said it in other ep- another episode. I don't really remember which one, um, but there's nothing wrong with self love. Uh, sometimes you know, rubbing one out for yourself keeps you out of trouble. Uh huh. Stops you from running back to that toxic ex, and uh, helps you release some pent up tension. Yeah, maybe this time you won't get stabbed. Think ahead. It is the safest sex. <laughs> I'm telling you. No, never prof- stab myself. Nope. <laughs> Oh right. my God! Stop talking, Tommy. Stop talking. <laughs> no prophylactics needed. I love a good sex shop. Budget. Budget what? Sex toys are expensive. No, 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 no. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> what are you no, talking? no prophylactics. Oh. Like we're budgeting. Oh dear. Oh dear. You don't even really need like tissue if you use your shower. Stop but it! Don't don't do it if you have roommates, man. Don't be fucking <gasps> gross. At least clean that shit out or something. I'm. I'm. Mm, anyway. I feel like I can't deal with you. I'm just saying, I've had a lot of roommates, and I'd be cleaning the drain, like before I put my bare feet in there. Crickets. Anyway, <laughs> and you don't always put your bare feet in because we talked about this in another episode with you and your damn socks. Yeah, and how you've tried to get in, yes, I watched though, you do it. You see, I'm just so used to having socks on at all times that I don't think about it. The other day, you were getting in the shower. You had slides on. Do you remember this? And I told no. you, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't remember. Yes, you did. Um, I believe you. I just don't remember. Of it's, course not. It's not like it's the only time. Oh, God. Anywho, the, uh, <laughs> what I was saying about masturbation, I lost my thought. 
I have that effect on people. Yeah, because you say some real left field stuff sometimes, boy. Um, oh, about advocating for masturbation. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes, I feel like if people learned how their body worked and learned what they liked, maybe they would have a better sex life. Yeah. I mean, there's another half to that where you have to express that to your lover. Right. Because knowing and telling are two different things. Right. But it starts with knowing. Right. Because how can you tell me what you like if you don't know what you like? Exactly. So I actually read an article uh, from the C.S. Mott Children's Hospital in Michigan Mm -hmm. that said that babies tend to start uh, tugging on their genitalia, uh, you know, from young. And that children begin to explore from ages five or six. So I can see why the video about masturbation for first grade makes sense. But I don't think it's appropriate. I, I don't. I just don't. I don't think it needs to be in school. Nope. Uh, I really do feel like there are certain things that as a parent, you're responsible for telling your kids. You can't mm-hmm. throw everything on the public school system and then bitch that you pay school taxes and that they don't do a good enough job. Because it's- you're throwing so much on them right. already. Right. And they're they're forced by what whoever creates a curriculum in their area to teach your kids stuff that they probably don't even need to know for the rest of their exactly. lives. Exactly. And they got to squeeze this stuff in where they can get it in there. And it's not easy. It's really not easy figuring out how to fit all this information into this time frame with so many different kids. You know, it <laughs> logistically speaking, mm-hmm. there's a problem there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think that, you know, I, I feel like they have to really consider the things that they're teaching masturbation at first grade not necessary i feel like that's the parents conversation you let it happen organically you discuss it when the time is right Mm -hmm. and forcing that conversation on a first grader that may not be there mentally is not the thing to do yeah you might cause uh or trigger rather uh, a behavior that you're not gonna be happy with later exactly now they're gonna be super curious might tell all their friends about it that reminded me oh god i was in like fifth or sixth grade <laughs> it was i don't know how <laughs> this is gonna be a good one. this was weird and and it, it took me some years to look back at this and be like this bitch didn't know what the fuck she was talking about we uh this girl somehow conversation was about blowjobs oh fifth or sixth grade now i didn't know nothing about that and this girl she 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 claimed she knew and we all thought like oh she does know she was like, oh, blowjob is when you suck and you blow. And we were like, oh, wow, that makes sense. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't know why that, that, that thought popped into my head. But anyway. So she was bad at it. At she did not know what she was talking about. So, you know, it took me years to, to realize that bitch didn't know anything. But we all <laughs> thought that she knew. And uh, yeah. Anyway. The same article that I mentioned, uh, they say that by the age of 15, almost 100% of boys have masturbated, while only 25% of girls have. You see that translate into adulthood, too. Like, there's a lot of women who either don't masturbate or they don't do it in a way that's uh, good for them. Right. So I, I, when I saw that, I did some digging. So in 2020, 91% of men, grown men, have masturbated. Uh, and only 78% of women have looked a little like further. Ever. Yes. Women ages 18 to 24, about 50%, 25 to 29, 76%, and 30 to 49 is 46%. And men seem to remain at that higher level throughout their whole lives. 
man it's because we we got this thing here and we can't stop touching it <laughs> is that see it makes me wonder like, i wonder if it's that because you know easier access mm-hmm. or if it's that women are ashamed to admit it but y'all shit on too what do you like mean? Uh, i've seen a lot of women you know going through online stuff mm-hmm. where they talk about masturbating and someone chimes in with you're a whore you know <laughs> because they, they were playing with themselves and they're talking about you know how much they like one thing or another but when guys do it other guys are like fuck yeah how is that whoredom or you know gay whatever oh, it's, it's 50 50 with guys how, but how how does that make a woman a whore like if if she enjoys herself how is that oh. whorish behavior yeah i don't know you gotta you gotta go online and see the crazy i, I don't have time i don't have the patience like I, I i get you know me i get agitated real quick with some dumb shit so no i i, I especially when it comes to that i hate that i hate that that double standard when it comes to sex yeah between men and i I hate it there definitely is it irks me so much because it's like men are allowed to enjoy sex and women are not or or something i don't know that's real old school it is old school but that's that it seems to be a, a a thing that still remains like even though it's not people don't say it as as much as commonly but it's still it's still there yeah absolutely being comfortable with yourself and being sexual a woman being sexual and being comfortable in her sexuality is frowned upon still why i don't know i think y'all need a better movement maybe it's the type of people y'all have representing you right now nobody likes fem nazis except other fem nazis just saying representation okay. is everything uh-huh. ask any criminal i hear you so anyway i read <laughs> i read a lot of books mm-hmm. um or listen to a lot of books and one of the guys i like to listen to most is this timothy ferris okay uh i've talked about his stuff before here on coffee cream and convo and also on come to think of it mm-hmm. um he's got a book called the four hour body okay um it is not just like a workout book it is not uh, uh we talked about this or i talked about this when we discussed the diet the yes. diet that we're on that was our social media episode yeah okay mm-hmm. I remember. um well, also in this book, it's not just about losing weight, gaining muscle, mm-hmm. things like that. Although there is a lot of good information on all of that. Mm-hmm. If you want to check it out, it explains the slow carb diet and lots and lots of other things. Uh, all supported with scientific observations yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so since he got doctors and medical professionals for that, he got professionals for some other things too in the book because it also teaches you how to <laughs> have a better sex life have better sex in general right right uh and he notes that it's very i don't even know how to describe it it's it's things are set against women in a way that there are a very large percentage of women out here who have not orgasmed mm-hmm. at all True. in their lives or they can't do it uh with a man or a partner mm-hmm. um Part of that comes from not masturbating well, not not being able to express like, themselves in that way by themselves. Or explore, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they go way into it, again, on the science end, mm-hmm. which works out. They talk to uh, a woman named Nina Hartley. If you've watched porn at all since like the late 80s, then you probably have seen her, whether you know who she is or not. <laughs> and she is a consummate professional she's not just a porn star but she's also got some medical stuff under her belt and like she really knows what she's talking about when it comes to sex it's what she's done with her life okay okay so she's a sexpert 
Yes, okay. she is definitely a sexpert. Okay. And this guy and some uh, generous volunteers <laughs> got together to <laughs> try out the things that uh, she was saying, and it, it's very interesting. Okay. Check it out. Uh, it explains uh, where some of these women get the idea in their head that it's wrong for them to play with themselves or mm -hmm. however you want to call it. Okay. Uh, rubbing the bean is healthy, though. And Indeed. If, if if you don't do it now, check it out, man. Or read the book. Build up to it. Whatever you got to do. Uh, watch a video. <laughs> find, find that old lady on TV. Who the hell is that? Sue Johansson. Oh, my gosh. That lady, the first time I saw Love her, I was like, oh, my God, I'm uncomfortable with this. But she has so much really, she has so much great information. Yes, because she's super old and she's been doing <gasps> nursing stuff like her whole life. Uh, I understand she's not like a doctor or anything. Like she's not really qualified, but yeah. experience really puts her there. Yeah, she uh she she has a lot of really good tips. I I have seen her quite a few times. Um, definitely worth watching. And also the book that you just what's it's the Four Hour Body? The Four Hour Body yeah. by Tim Timothy Ferris or Tim Ferris. You can find it all over the fucking place. Yeah. It's on uh, Amazon. You can get it on your Kindle. You can get it on Audible. I I will say this. After Tommy read the book. <clears throat> It, it works. So, it, it, it's <laughs> with, without without getting now, I, I don't have problems like that. I don't have issues with you yeah, know, no, achieving I, I orgasm or anything like that. No, I don't. But um, the things that he read about and and then we tried and uh, it, it's definitely what I recommend it to everybody. That's all I'm going to say. Without Same. Getting That's into two details. recommendations here. <laughs> That's two thirds of the dead savage stuff. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure if, if Samad was was here and he heard some of the information, I'm I'm sure he'd be like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna speak on his behalf." We all support this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost afraid to let him know about this book. Honestly, I haven't talked to him. You know, I talk to him about so much stuff. Yes, yes. And, and when you listen to come to think of it, you can tell <laughs> we are savages. <laughs> yes, yeah. But I haven't told him shit about this. Yeah. Well, uh, just because I'm afraid he's going to use it to his own detriment. Oh, God. I'm not really sure how the, it could be detrimental. Oh, never mind. Never mind. You know nope. what I'm saying? Yep. Thought about it. Yep. Never mind. See that? Nothing against him. It's just no. any guy. When you're out here giving these women A1 penis oh every time, gosh. but you don't want to be with them, you're messing up their head. Oh. You can't just see. make them feel all wonderful and stuff and then back away because you're going to get stalkers and crazies. I'm so, staying out of that part of the conversation. Shout out to my man, Samad, uh, for cutting back Samad. on the stalkers lately. Good oh, job, oh my goodness. Hey, Samad. <laughs> anyway, um, definitely check out the book. Absolutely. Check um, that out, man. Again, the four-hour body. Yes. Even if it's just for your own personal knowledge, if it's to, to try, go for it. Because, like I said, he read it. He it, tried if, it. If you're a jerk, it go in works. there and try to debunk it. And then let us know. Let us know please. why you think something's wrong. Please. Or why you agree with it. And if you're just trying to get healthy, also check it out. Yes. It's not just sex. It's not just uh, diet this particular way. Yeah. Uh, and you'll find more backup for most of the things he says in another book of his called Tools of Titans. Uh, guy's got a podcast. So all these people that he talks to on his podcast and stuff, he's taking a conglomerate of their opinions, their ideas, their... Mm -hmm. Everything from what they do when they get up in the morning to how they calm themselves down to go to bed, how mm -hmm. they relax, everything. And these are like the uber elite of successful people in some cases, uh, famous people, uh, WWE wrestlers, people like that. He talks to Arnold Schwarzenegger, 
uh, politicians, military guru people, uh, and they all back what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, with the the diet and exercise stuff, and and in different ways, some of them do oppose him, uh, but not very often. Now I have not read the book, but you have told me so much about it, and there are so many different things in there that we've tried that you've tried, uh, not yeah. just about, with regards to sex, but with regards to dieting and exercise and yeah healthy lifestyle fat fuck disease i didn't say that you did and um i i definitely there's definitely a lot of great tips in there for anything you're looking for so definitely check it out one more, one more time name of the book the four hour body and who's it by timothy ferris no. f-e-r-r-i-s-s check it out guys yeah uh man if you like me are struck down with the the illness <laughs> diabetes this book will help you get your blood sugar on track and still have you eating the stuff that, you know, makes it difficult to keep your blood sugar on track. As an aside, I just want to say, like, that's what you call it. We're not saying it's definitely fat fuck. I'm not saying you're fat it. fuck if you got it. I'm just saying that's how I got it. That's how he refers to it. But he's referring to diabetes. I just want to put that out there because, you know, sometimes people don't I, I believe if you've ever seen a Wilford Brimley video on YouTube, you know the, the proper pronunciation when speaking publicly. Diabetes. diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got diabetes. R.I.P. to him. But yeah, for real, he mm. brought so much diabetes into our lives. Oh. <laughs> anyway, you guys, so going back to <laughs> the original <laughs> video, uh, like I said, I do support sex ed. I think Tommy does as well. I do. But we do agree that it's not for certain age groups. Right? Correct. I think it should be addressed in schools because it needs to be. There's a lot of scumbag parents and a lot of parents who just can't figure it out. But again, age appropriate. If you yeah. can't do it at home, somebody's got to do it. So the schools can't just blanket teach. Right. And uh, I'm also for the option of opting out of certain things. Right. Like okay. if you've got a real problem. Mm -hmm. You know, some people are religious, so nobody talks to the kids about stuff but them mm -hmm. um also some people are just assholes and nobody talks to their kids about things but right. them so yeah maybe let them opt out uh it's a little different than the the current arguments going on mm -hmm. about opting out of things like history hmm. but like if you don't want someone else having the talk with your daughter or your son then yeah i think you should be able to pull them out mm -hmm. but if you're gonna do that you really should have the talk yourself agreed i agree i think that's that's huge and it's interesting because we we have different experiences with sex ed like i said before yeah my mom talked to me about everything and really laid it out for me clearly and gave me a really good understanding um and you didn't have that but we do agree that it is necessary even with opposing um experiences childhood experiences definitely so i had said earlier that i did bring up the i posted the video both in our Facebook and Instagram pages. Yeah. Um, just, I just wanted to get some thoughts. So I wanted to know what other people thought aside from myself. I know how I felt about it. Um, but I got this really good comment that I wanted to share. And I know that you're going to appreciate this one. So this one comes from our Instagram uh, from a follower named Pauline. Super, I don't know, like six, seven, eight E's at the end. Anyway, um, <laughs> she left this comment and I really appreciated it. And I feel like you will as well. So her response was absolutely not. School should be teaching employable skills, money management, the branches of government, how to write a business plan, true history and current events, equality, for example. Our children deserve to learn how the world works 
and really is outside of their communities. In my opinion, schools have no place talking about masturbation or anything else regarding sex, especially when teachers and adults are out here abusing their positions to have sex with their students. When I read this comment, it reminded me of the education episodes that you and Samad did on Come to Think of It. Yeah, uh, she she uh, reiterated a lot of the stuff that we were talking about there, mm -hmm. teaching kids the things that they really need mm -hmm. in life. Uh, where I disagree with what she's saying is uh, where she says that she doesn't believe the school should be talking about sex to kids. Mm -hmm. I I do think that that's part of what they need to know to be a, uh, a well-adjusted adult. I don't mean well-adjusted like ball games and barbecues and, you know, <laughs> Sally comes over every Thursday to play Pinnacle with your wife. Right. I'm saying like well-adjusted, like you can get by. You can figure out how to have a job, pay your bills, raise your kids, maintain your marriage or mm -hmm. your relationship, whatever you got going for you. Mm -hmm. You can do it like a responsible adult without fucking up everything around you mm -hmm. that's well adjusted to me i think without that talk there's going to be a lot of or rather there is a lot of confusion because i've seen some confused people yeah i i i, I agreed with like i said I, I agree with the half of what she said with regards to the important skills and and like Absolutely. you had brought up also in in that episode um there are a lot of things that we are not taught as children Somebody even said, um, I, I read somewhere, we should be learning how to file our own taxes. Absolutely. There's so many. In the episode yeah. Too. There's so many things that we should be learning. We should know how to do. Create a business plan. We're sitting here like we want to we want to start our own business. We've been tossing out ideas back and forth for different things. Yeah. But it would have been so much helpful, just so much more helpful to have um, <clears throat> knowledge of how to create a business plan, steps that you need to take in order to do that. And learn that from a child learn that from high school whatever it is in order to bring those skills into our lives and to, to do the things that we want to do that now we're now like okay late 30s early 40s trying to figure out okay how do we do this right you know what I, mean, I mean even we have a jump because when i was in school i had electives for business mm -hmm. education business law things like that mm -hmm. but that's exactly what they were they were electives. electives like it was something that i had to choose and mm -hmm. i chose that over stuff that a lot of other people went to right you know what i mean like that was kind of like the bottom of the barrel selections mm -hmm. nobody gave a shit about business we were in fucking high school right but what? a little bit of foresight and the fact that i don't like people put me in the classes where nobody wanted to be so well that that's you know it, and again it, though that didn't do a whole lot because right. it was just you know that year they had this these these course electives mm -hmm. and then the rest of your educational life you you know nothing they teach you nothing about how to manage money. Right. Um, it was a high school elective where they taught you how to write a check. Hmm. You know how many people don't know how to write checks today? Oh my today? gosh. But you know what? That was something my parents taught me. I didn't learn that as school. As it should be. I my parents never taught me that. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. My dad taught me how to do that. He taught me how to uh, balance a checkbook, which, you know, those are things you don't necessarily need to do now so much because you have yeah. so much access to your accounts online and, and apps and whatever. Right. But those are things that my father taught me how to do and i know a lot of people that never learned how to do things like that yeah i mean so. you, that's a good point with, mm -hmm. with tech the way that it is now because uh i have no use for checks anymore right uh if i get paid with a check then obviously i have a use for that one right but, <laughs> uh most of my my adult life i've only ever used a check to pay rent right okay even then people use um what's it called things you get from the bank say i'm drawing a blank oh uh, like money orders and stuff? money orders yeah <laughs> 
And again, you have to know how to fill out a money order. There's a lot of things right. that don't take the card anymore. Right. So, I mean, those are skills. Like, I have a checkbook that I, I barely use. I, I use it to pay the loan guy or like whatever. But yeah. that's he's about the only person I write a check for. That That's it. Um, but those are things that I feel like we should be teaching our children. Those are those things should also be a priority. The same way that they want to teach sex ed and make sex ed a, a priority. They should also be teaching basic life skills. Not home ec. Absolutely. You know, I'm not talking about no, learning how to bake a cake. Home ec is a basic life skill. That is a basic life skill. But like, there's other things too that we should, our children should be learning how to do in school to prepare them for life, to prepare them for whatever um, venture they want to get into. Not everybody wants to go to college. Some people want to do other things. Yeah, they got to have the, the option to branch off. Absolutely. So, like, like we say in our education episodes, mm-hmm. you know, not every kid's going to be a rocket scientist. Not every kid's going to want to be, even if they have the the mental capacity to right. do so. They're right. not going to want to. Right. Some some kids with this huge level of intelligence, you know, you look at them like, man, they could have been something, but here they are. They're an artist. Right. All right. Well, good because the world needs art too. But the, if that's their passion, let them follow that. Yeah. You don't, know. Don't push this kid into seven different kinds of mathematics before he can go to college mm-hmm. when all he's going to want to do when he gets there is you know uh, an art institute kind right of thing right and i don't think you need advanced calculus for that oh tell you about calculus in college boy oh that was in calculus it was statistics i i failed that sounds horribly gross. horribly was not that, that that's not for me those, those kind of i'm not a mathematician i never will be got a calculator in my pocket it's called my cell phone it's all i need yeah haha teachers you <laughs> see that one coming did you yes you remember being, a calculator around you remember being a kid and they were like it's not like you're gonna walk away walk around with a calculator in your pocket uh-huh. it is 2021 and guess what i'm doing i feel like that is in direct relation to some kid being like you know what fuck mrs davis oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, i'm gonna invent this fucking thing oh goodness well anyway guys let us know what you think about sex ed. You think it's appropriate for schools? You think at what what age? At and at what age? Absolutely. That's that's really the question. I, that's what I want to know. If you do advocate for it, at what age do you think sex ed is appropriate? Or is it appropriate at all? We want to hear from you guys. For real. Hit us up. Also, if you're interested in hearing about stuff that we just talked about with the education episode, check out Come to Think of It. They had two episodes about education. Yeah, that was a two-parter. Yes. We had a lot to say about that. Yes, that was a great one. Shout out to Samad. <sighs> Shout out to you guys, both of you. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for joining us. That's all, folks. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Coffee Cream and Convo is hosted by Heidi Potter and Tommy Brown. Email us at coffeecreamandconvo at yahoo.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions. Join us at Coffee Cream and Convo on Instagram or Dead Savage on Facebook. Coffee Cream and Convo is a Dead Savage production. Outro by Brianna. <laughs>